0: You're listening to the New Century Multiverse, Stone Spring Maidens. Chapter 26 Scaling the Mountain. Gabriella, Day 17 of Epona, Springfall, 1884. White stepped through the front doors of the Aphrodite Laboratory Complex, gripping a heavy haversack. Behind him, the remainder of Silent Company were holding security at bay. They would give their lives to buy him enough time to do what he had to. Set of stairs at the end of the first hall. he thought to himself, running through the memorized directions. The building had already seemingly been evacuated of staff. How did they know he was coming? White's heart leapt in his chest. Had he been fed false intelligence Was he misled? Was this a trap? As he pushed through the doors at the top of the stairs, Lee was there, waiting for him. Thomas. White experienced a brief spark of relief, only to see the look in her eyes.
1: Thomas, you have Have gone gone as far as 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 I I can can follow.
0: follow. Oh no. White could not prevent these two words from pulling themselves out of him.
1: Now, I must stand and tell you on no uncertain terms, you will go no further.
0: A door to the left opened, and Master Yagyu stepped out. Slowly, at a measured pace, he went to stand beside the treacherous woman. Agent Lee and I are in agreement, he said. And I implore you, Thomas... To think of every positive achievement in your life, would this sit well among them? White set the bag down and unsheathed his katana, and in the same stroke, Yagyu mirrored him. Lee moved to intercept and White countered, kicking her in the thigh that Grey had broken last winter. Lee gasped using her stick to push herself back away from the wall as Yagu's blade slammed into White's. Now all three were fighting. White had no time to reflect on what was being felt. The trio were responding through instinct. Were he able to step outside the moment he might ascertain that there was very little anger in any of their actions. It was present, along with pain and disappointment and frustration. But the overriding emotion flowing from blow to blow, counteracted and redirected, was a weaving serpentine dragon of sorrow and regret. None of them wished to hurt the other. They were simply bound to stop their opponent at all costs. White wove and ducked with less agility than he had in the Citadel when he fought Grey. His leg twinged, and like Lee's, was a weak spot for them to exploit. But he had more skill and practice at shutting down and silencing the part of his mind that was telling him this was the wrong thing to do. It was as though he had built a wall outside his armored form and every time it began to crack he would raise up a fresh layer of stone. Eventually the almighty duel culminated as White knew it would with Yagyu unconscious on the floor and Lee backing up the hallway, desperately trying to parry and defend against that whirling, furious blade. White had saved a burst of energy to take her by surprise, fainting and slicing her stick in two, leaving her unsupported and weaponless. As she sprang back, wincing in pain, he matched her movement and dashed forward. He swept her closest leg out from underneath, spinning through to come around again like a cyclone. His foot slammed against the side of her face, rebounding her head off a metal cabinet. Ah! Lee dropped to her knees, consciousness leaving her mind. A look of heartbreak upon her features. White walled it out. The pale figure continued along his course through the darkened building as the sounds of violence erupted once again outside, harsh cries and slamming metal against stone. Silent Company were now killing, and he would not be there to call them off. This unsettling notion was cast aside. The prerogative, the process, and the precise order of actions had been mapped out and adjusted for their compromised new circumstances. Anyone who got in their way was now responsible for their own lives. Lee's crestfallen face swam through his mind. She was crumpled and quiet back there. He paused upon the steps, pondering returning to assure himself she and Yagu still lived. White gripped the bag straps all the harder, forced his aching legs to move and propelled himself onward and upwards. Everything behind him was done. Buried. He climbed to the next story and spied two more figures awaiting him, neither of whom he had met before. Both were pointing handheld, crystal-powered, shock-bolt-throwers his way. Dr. Calendula Renwick, he intoned threateningly, setting the haversack down again. The one he recognized the description of, given away by her pink hair, was quaking in her boots and seemed about to rabbit. He could potentially intimidate both of them out of his way.
1: The floor above us and everything in those laboratories is heavily guarded by a dozen elite Imperial troops.
0: The doctor called in a high, strained voice.
1: Even if you did get past your companions, you won't get through our best fighters. So you need to go. Now! Stand Stand
2: fast, Cal,
0: said the older woman, her tone even and assertive.
2: We're just going to have a little chat with Mr. White here.
0: Who are you? he asked, a little surprised to be named this way.
2: You've been communicating with me for almost a year,
0: Donna said, aiming directly at his forehead. You're Minerva, White growled, his sense of this developing into a spiderweb intensifying. I do not understand your stance.
3: You've wanted Binary Dawn shut down since its inception.
2: I have.
0: Cal stared at her betrayer, confusion and mounting anger in her glittering fuchsia eyes.
2: But on a level that left nobody harmed. Not what you've done, and absolutely not what you're planning.
0: Lee told you. White ground his teeth.
2: She was deeply concerned. Not only for your mental well-being, but the implications of the decisions you've been making. They're far too extreme. How anyone could follow you on them is beyond me.
3: Under President Riley's guidance, this project may have had an acceptable outcome,
0: and a future that did not present an open threat to our species. His eyes narrowed as Cal's bolt thrower began to waver. But someone on your side has been making
3: deals with Senator McPherson, the implications of which disturbed me to to my my core. Agreements that would leave our nation, our world, entirely vulnerable to exploitation. He glared directly at the doctor now. We took the weapons you supplied McPherson with. We learned the terms of the deals. At the moment he became president of the reunified States of America, that made Binary Dawn a prospect I could never allow to continue.
1: You're misinterpreting our intentions as malevolent,
0: said Calendula, her voice shaking.
1: But if you kill us, if you destroy our research, if you raise this building to the ground, I assure you it won't stop what we're doing. It will only only set set us back back by nine months. months. The results results are already already known. This This can can work.
3: I was told our contact, Minerva,
0: suffers from paper bone. Is that That correct? correct? White inquired. Donna nodded.
2: That's That's right, right. I do. do. But But even if you get past past the two of us, you you won't won't get what you you want. And there is nothing further you can do here that does not constitute a needless atrocity i implore you to stand down and give yourself up for the sake of maintaining the accord we have already built and perhaps finding a way forward for both of our peoples
0: she did not finish her sentence just behind it a series of muffled cries had been heard In this instant, White had flung a dagger at Cal's sidearm, which discharged as she shrieked and reeled backwards. White spun himself through the air, avoiding Donna's first shot and simultaneously flinging his sword. The rounded pommel bounced sharply off her forehead as White straightened up and stalked forward, catching the hilt as she dropped to the floor. No longer conscious, but with her skull mercifully unfractured, he took Cal's weapon from her trembling hands and stowed it in his bag. Do not blame yourself,
3: he rumbled. I admire the intellect and elegance of your people. You conduct your civilization better than we ever have. But as a result of that, you are too powerful to consider as trusted allies. So there is nobody in this world who can dissuade me from my course.
0: With that, he stalked off down the hallway as Dr. Calendula Renwick collapsed, sobbing, holding herself with knotted, shivering arms. You have been listening to episode 26 of Stone Spring Maidens, Scaling the Mountain, written, edited, and directed by Alexander Shaw, Donna Madrigal, performed by Shanta Parasuraman, Lee Ying Long and Calendula Renwick, performed by Sharon Shaw, White, Yagyu, and narration by Alex Shaw, Make Your Decision by Dan Philipson of Shockwave Sound, Autumn Air Who by NCM Past the Edge, Infidos and Ossuary Composed and performed by Kevin MacLeod of Incompetech.com Dark Ambience performed by Feslian Studios Many soundscapes including Pattern Recognition and Submerged by Tabletop Audio Stonespring Maidens is available in a gorgeous paperback from Amazon.com along with the previous nine stories from the New Century Multiverse, and the three newest, Panther Soul, Nightfall of the Wendigo, and Back in Time Plus Space. You should be listening to Through the Wind Door. If you can't support us on Patreon, but would like to contribute to this show, then a review on iTunes, or of one of the books on Amazon, would absolutely help us move forward takes five minutes and it means the world. The New Century Multiverse is funded by Patreon. Our top-tier sponsors get credit every episode, so thank you too. Aaron LeCluze Abel Savard Alex Outridge Angus Lee Benjamin Hoffer Brian Novak Cassandra Newman Chris Finnick Christopher Wolf, Kieran Dashler, Connor Kennedy Dan Mayer Daniel Salguero Dan Hebner Dave Hickman, David Sheely, Duran Barnett, Finbar nicol Frankie Punzi, Greg Downing, Jameis Enright, Jesse Ferguson, Joe Crow, Joel Robinson, Johan Clayson, Joe G., Josh Waster, Kevin Vahey, Lorraine Chisholm, Mark Lux, Marty Huey, Matthew A. Siebert, Matthew Webb, Michael Hasco, Robbie Crow, Sarah Montgomery, Tim Rosensky, Timothy Green, Toby Jungius, Tom Painter and Valencia Burns.